Hi, uh, welcome to the show. Um, so for those of you that are listening, um, this is the second part of the interview uh, with Ratio Active. Uh, how about you introduce yourself? Um, hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Raymond, Raymond Teo from uh, Radio Active from Secret Base, uh, uh, indie game developer located in Singapore. Okay, so in, in the last show, we discussed um, the fact that you're working on ByteJacker. And, um, and so, um, you know, and we talked about how you, you know, to, to keep things fresh and interesting, you actually were doing pre-design for another game. Um, what were some of the challenges that you ran into while you were doing ByteJacker? Were there any surprises or was your game design skills strong enough at that point where you could handle this game? Uh, I think the game-wise, um, we after working on quite a few games, you know, uh, I already have a certain ability to to gauge uh, if the size of the team is able to handle a game like this and stuff like that. So we didn't have that that much of a problem in that sense. Um, the main issues that we had was the uh, the balancing because uh, previously I've done you know platformers I've done uh, level design but in this case there is a bit of uh, things like stats and all that uh, nothing complicated but the the thing is that it's also the uh, first time experience so um, it took a bit we took a bit of time to work on it and also because I wanted to make sure that uh, this time round the I get more user feedback so we actually I actually um, started getting more playtester you know to, to play the game and balancing the game based on their feedbacks so that took quite a bit of time yeah um, so for the audience out there who are just tuning in what is ByteJacker about um, so they have a better sense of the type of game you're you're talking about. Okay, um, Bite Checker is a zombie shooter based on the internet game indie game review program Bite Checker. Yeah, it's a it's a zombie shooter based on based on the the show. So so what are the the balance issues that you ran into? Sorry. Oh, what are what are the balance issues? You mentioned that when you're doing play testing, there were some balance issues uh, because you had some stats. Can you discuss yeah. that more? Um, and uh, yeah, how did you? What are the stats that you introduced, and how did you balance them? All right. Um, for the game, we have this thing uh, such that um, when you when you kill, for example, when you when you kill enough zombies, we will unlock uh, more zombie zombies variety into the game. Okay, so it's uh, so in this sense, uh, is we we use this as a sense of uh, what's the correct word for it? We use this as a sense of progression for the player. Okay. Know? Yeah. So we have to make sure that. Uh, most of the player during their first, say for example, first 10 minutes of gameplay, they be able to unlock the first zombie. And during their another 
five more minutes into the game, they will more or less unlock the next one, you know, and stuff like that. So it becomes very hard to grab, you know, uh, when is a good timing for, for one, you have, we have to grab the timing for, for the player, when is a good time for, for them to release a zombie. And then secondly, we also have to gauge because different players play different, differently. Some of them will just run through the stage. Some of them will just stand on the same spot to keep killing zombies and grinding, you know, stuff like that. So, um, it was a disaster at first because the, the players are doing completely different different thing, you know, different game styling. Uh, and we have to cater to both extremes and, and it was a bit tedious. So what we did was that uh, we actually used uh, different things to push different notification uh, to actually to to behave more similarly. So in that case, we are able to grasp their 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 timing and all that. <clears throat> okay, um, what were some of the other changes you had to do uh, based on the playtesting to make sure the game was fun? Um, I think it was the it was the difficulty of the game because we have this problem where the first portion of the game was so easy. Uh, it was hard at first, and then I could really change it too much to the extent that it was too easy and then it became the <clears throat> it becomes for for a long period the the, the front portion was um, so easy it was repetitive so we have to ensure that so we trick it such that you know they there, there was certain uh, danger involved you know uh, that was the that was the main thing that also because the zombie varieties you know um, we have to change it such that they behave even more differently and all that. <clears throat> um, okay, so you do the play testing. Um, have you guys released it yet? Um, and yeah, so so what's the status of the game now? Well, the game is, um, I think it's all done now. You okay. know, if we spot anything, we will, actually, we, we will still, you know, solve the bugs and all that, but... Uh, at this moment, we are just preparing for for our release, uh, release pre-release uh, materials, you know, trailers and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. So, how are you going to promote this game? Are you going to look for sponsorship? Are you going to build it on your own site? Uh. Yeah. What's the steps for the game? Um. Right now, what I have in mind is to to go for sponsorship. Uh, for, for a start, you know, uh, we plan to do our own uh, marketing, you know, send, send, sending it to reviews, reviewers and, and stuff. Um, we have a few ideas, you know, uh, hoping to collaborate with uh, Bytejacker themselves um, to push the game further, you know. Yeah, that's, that's about what we have right now. We haven't come up with a more concrete plan. <laughs> Okay. And what's next in store then? So are you going to do another Flash game? Are you going to do an MMO? Um, what's the next type of game you want to do? Uh, well, I think um, the original plan was that uh, I want, wanted to do a, a follow-up to this. But I think I'm going to take a break for a while. Um, we're going to finish, we are going to finish up the game that... Um, that we started, you know, halfway through Bytejacker development. 
uh, we already have most of the stuff out, so now it's just you know finishing the game with all the polishing and features and stuff like that. Uh, can you can you talk about what the game is about? Um, well, the game is still the the game is a platformer. Okay. Uh, you one of those small platformer, but I'm not ready to give up the information right now. Sure. Um, you know, so throughout this whole process, as you've as you've worked on several games, what would you say you've changed about your game design skills and your perspective? Uh, moving forward now, so what's what's different? What how are you developing your games differently now versus before? I think when I um, I started off two years ago, so back then I think. <clears throat> Uh, the the I mean there was a lot of things that I I didn't know about. Um, so back then was always the problem was always being overwhelmed. Uh, I still have a bit of that, you know. I I still repeat some of the mistakes like that. But um, that right leads. Uh, I think what the few things that is uh has improved is definitely being more focused on on the core mechanism. Uh, reading, uh, knowing that you know helps a lot uh, throughout my my design procedure, and the the overall process for for game production, you know, focusing on certain materials and then moving on to to the others rather than going back and forth, uh, and also most importantly, I think the user feedback, you know, uh, yeah. respond to them and actually uh, doing proper play testing before the game was. Uh, before we release the game and all that kind of stuff. Uh, what about marketing? Are you doing anything different with marketing now? Uh, <clears throat> not yet. I, I'm hoping to come up with uh, something that will help, but uh, the last time around for Toby's Vertical Adventure, we actually did quite a bit of uh, marketing materials. Uh, like I say, we actually did a mock-up of... Uh, uh, no, we actually did uh, this game manual thing, you know, the instruction booklet and stuff like that. We sent to reviewers, but it, it didn't pick up. So this time around, we are still exploring if we can do something that is fun enough for, for the viewers, for, for the players. Yeah. You, know. Um, you know, throughout this time, have you developed any fans that just look out for your games? How do you build a relationship with your players? Because um, you know you're you're getting sponsorship, your your game is on other sites. How are you building a relationship with your players so they keep coming back and you know they they pay you money and you know buy stuff and whatever? So uh, I know that they the others that um, do recognize uh, the games that I made, uh, but I don't think that many of them actually emailed me. There was a few and I actually spoke to them and we became friends. And in fact, one of them uh, is, uh, who, who is an artist, uh, actually, you know, we, he helped me out on Bike Jacker artwork and stuff. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if that answered the question at all. Okay. Um, what, so... Would you say that your interest then is platformer games? You know, 
you talk about flash development there's social games there's mmos are you looking at developing any of those types of games in flash uh, well i for myself um it's not i i don't think i'll stick on to flash for for forever you know yeah. i'm hoping to try out different platform to begin with uh but for flash game wise i think one of the reasons why i previously stick to things like platformers or in this case zombie shooters is because the core mechanism has been uh, tried and tested you know there is enough that i can get and all that kind of stuff so it was also because that i wanted to make sure that um i i learned some i ha- i at least learned how to make uh, certain genres of games you know uh knowing the basic before i go out and try things that are extremely innovative or you know when you try for something innovative there is always a chance that um the balance is extremely off and that kind of stuff yeah. so i wanted to make sure that i know the basic before i go on to the advanced and i think that event uh now is about the time yeah trying uh, something new yeah so so is your is the goal now to do something more innovative or are you gonna take all the experience you've had with platformers now and just make a better platformer game or a platformer game with persistent characteristics or something else like that uh when I started Toby's Vertical Adventure, one of the things that I wanted to make was that uh, I wanted to make it a bit like Mario, where I can expand the universe and all that. Yeah. So um, I have some ideas in mind, which I will eventually work on. Um, but for now, uh, like I say, I already have um, the game that was previously, uh, you know, we work on it halfway, so we're going to finish that up. And... Uh, it is also going to be a platformer, so that's that, you know. And when we finish up all the, when we tie up the the few things that we have right now, and I'll get something new. I hope. Yeah. Um. What are and and how is how is, uh, Singapore now for game development? So you know you started a few years ago. Mm-hmm. What's changed? And and how is the environment for indie game development there? Um, I think back then, uh, although back then they they just started to to push. So despite the fact that they there has been uh, fundings and all that, we have a uh, we have this issue where you don't actually know a lot of other developers. You know, everyone is uh, doing it for the first time and all that kind of stuff. So. Um, two years down the road, you start to see, you know, the younger generation. A lot of them are going into games, you know. So they are graduating and all that kind of stuff. So we are actually able to. It's a lot easier to find talents now than it is before, you know. Find people to help us out or that. Um, the government also know what they are doing better. You know, they are providing us more helps, not just in the way of. Um, financial wise but uh, opportunities they have been op- opening different opportunities for us and all that kind of stuff which is pretty cool okay um are you you know you mentioned about other platforms aside from flash are you looking into mobile games um what other platforms are you thinking about developing for 
Um, yeah, uh, mobile games. I have been looking at it for a while. Um, I'm actually hoping to eventually bring Budjacker over to iPhone or or maybe Windows Mobile. <clears throat> yeah, in Singapore, is iPhone popular? Is Android popular? How are smartphones uh, in Singapore? I think um, from what I see, it's still mainly iPhone. Uh, okay. Uh, but uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, but because um, uh, if you are talking about development wise, then I think uh, despite the fact that we have um, I we have been working on iPhone, uh, we have a lot of developers working on iPhone. But at the same time, because uh, uh, that is a uh, Microsoft have a have a startup has a, a office here, so you know uh, it helps that we can talk to them directly and all that kind of stuff. So I think from what I know, there should be quite some developers that are working with uh, working on Windows Mobile schemes. Okay, and what's what's where do you see the future of your studio? Um, in terms of goals, I mean, what's what's the ideal situation for your studio? Uh, I'm hoping to build a build a team for this because previously we have always been, you know, working on a game. We move on, and a big part of the team will will change, you know. And I'm hoping to get someone who who can work with me, um, who who can work with me. Uh, for a more long-term uh, work relation. Uh, other than that, the game-wise, we I'm still hoping to produce a bit of uh, games that are more arcadey, you know, stuff like that. <clears throat> but at the same time, I'm hoping to move away from uh, classic genre, you know, uh, pixel art and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. So, what what kind of new art styles are you gonna try? Uh, I think I'm going to. I, I have some ideas in mind to do some games. Um, I was pretty good with uh, flash illustrations, so I will probably make use of that. You know, uh, in that sense, I can do a lot, uh, more detailed animations and stuff. So most uh, people who start their own game studio, they're usually developers. How did you? What suggestions would you have for people who? don't necessarily know how to program and want to start their own game studio? Well, I don't practice this myself, but I think if I have the chance, I will say I can pick up programming. You know, I think uh, that is still a very important skill uh, skill set. For myself, it's partly because I used to uh, work in a design firm and I have to handle uh, projects and I have to work with people that do things that I am totally unaware of uh, their skill set so I have to manage that uh, a lot of times so when I come to games development is uh, I, I can still manage something that I do not understand <clears throat> but the case if uh, it's of uh, artists going into producing well, at the least, they will probably have to pick up the game design portion, you know, um, um, and find a good programmer to work with them. Hopefully, their own friend, I guess. Okay. 
And what suggestions would you have for other indie game developers out there who are looking to start their own studio or have a studio and they're just looking to make uh, compelling games? Oh, sorry, I didn't, I didn't hear the full questions. Oh, sure. Um, what suggestions do you have for indie game developers out there who want to start their own studio or um, run, you know, run their studio better? Um, if it's for starting a new game, then I'd say uh, start on something small or even, um, I don't know, if I were to do it again, I will actually clone a game and include my own flavor into it. For example, if I were to make a Super Mario, but with a, a different ability, you know, stuff like that, um, to learn from uh, working on it, you know, know how, 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 not just how to make a game, but, you know, the actual procedure to managing the team and all that kind of stuff. And once you have a game, uh, learn how to market the game, learn how to, how to talk to, uh, you know, sending your game, prepare for yourself for release and all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> I mean, going up, going through the procedure for a few times myself, I think uh, the experience, you know, getting your hands dirty really helps. Okay. And, um, yeah, uh, what, what are your favorite indie games? Hmm. Well, the last, the most recent one that I'm, I've been hooked on is, uh, obviously, Boy. Yeah. So Oh which uh, game? Super Meat Boy. Oh okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that game is uh, as good as it as it gets, you know. <laughs> but I I guess everybody know about that. Uh there was another one that I play a lot. Uh, in fact I play a lot of it during my production of Toby Vodica Avenger that was uh Spelunky by okay. yeah. So I guess that's a very popular game too. Yeah, but I think these are two of my favorites. And um, yeah, do you play any other types of um, types of games or any other um, different platforms? Uh, do you play any MMOs or any mobile games? Um, are you referring to indie games or any sort of games? Oh, any any sort of games now. Well, I do have a I do have an Xbox. 360. So I, I play a few hard. But I have to say, you know, I'm not sure if it's because I have been working on uh, indie games myself. Um, the big titles doesn't appeal to me as much as before. Okay. And so, yeah, so most of the time I spend my time playing indie games, you know, trying out new ideas and uh, trying out new games, you know, and look at, see what the rest of the guys are doing. And what would you say are the top three lessons you've learned um, throughout this whole process? Um, for me, um, it will be the it will be game design, you know, focusing on uh, a focused game design. You know, core mechanisms and all that kind of stuff. Not going ambitious. You know, that's for one. You know, okay. the second one would be uh, the structure. How to manage the team, the <clears throat> going through the steps. What are the first few steps you take? Uh, you know, having a having a schedule and all that kind of stuff. And the third one would be the user feedback. 
uh, how to how to actually run a proper playtesting, you know, um, making changes according to that, uh, learning what commands to take and whatnot. You know, these are probably the main three. Yeah. Okay. And where can listeners uh, go and find out more about your games or even play some of your games? Um, well, my game, Toby, Toby's Vertical Adventure is actually available on uh, Xbox Live Indie Games. Uh, if you have an Xbox, you can play it right now. Uh, just go to the Indie Games uh, panel. <clears throat> if, you, uh, if you want to play Galactic Commando, you can go up to uh, E4. They have a website and under the game section you will find. But Jacker is going to come out soon. So uh, I'm hoping that once it comes out, uh, you guys should be able to see it. Uh, you can go over to secretbase.com uh, secretbase.com.sg where you will find updates and, and information about my games and full-up plans that we have. Okay, great. Um, so that's it. Um, thanks again for your time. And um, yeah. yeah, look forward to the release. Yeah, cool. Thanks. Great. Take care. Bye. You too.